How to Hit the Easy Button with Estimated Quarterly Tax Payments. Hi, this is Alex Lynch, and I help freelancers earning six figures or more optimize their finances all in the amount of time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. For additional resources on this subject and others important to freelancers, please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com. Going through the true rigmarole of making an accurate, estimated quarterly tax payment and all the time involved is often not worth it for freelancers and entrepreneurs and may not even be necessary for you. As we went through in the last episode, in the United States, we have what is called a pay-as-you-go tax system. While we have a final reconciliation of our tax bill in the middle of April, we technically owe taxes based on our income every quarter. And sometimes figuring out that quarterly tax bill can be a giant tax headache and take away time from the things we'd rather be doing with our business or our personal life. However, there are what are called safe harbor provisions within the tax code that as long as they are satisfied, you won't owe a tax penalty for underpayment of your taxes. You will still have to owe your entire tax bill when it's due and could potentially have to pay a large lump sum in the middle of April. However, again, you won't owe a penalty, which can be very nice and save you a lot of time in calculating your quarterly tax bill. In this episode, I'm going to highlight a few of those provisions and talk about how they can help you streamline some of your business practices or time involved with filing and dealing with your quarterly tax bill. A safe harbor provision again means this. As long as you have fully satisfied the requirements for one, you will not owe a tax penalty for underpayment of your taxes. Now, this episode is focused on the IRS federal tax level. Your state may have different requirements. So as always, I encourage you to talk with a tax planning professional or qualified financial advisor. Now, if your business has a very consistent revenue or you have an S-corp where you can increase your withholding or a traditional W-2 type income job still, it is often much easier to contact your payroll or HR department and just increase your withholding on it than it is to make an estimated payment. However, for most of you out there, you freelancers and solopreneurs and small business owners who have inconsistent revenue quarters or other sudden revenue recognizing events, making quarterly estimated tax payments is just part of the game. Now let's jump in here. The first safe harbor provision I'm going to go into is a little more complicated than the other one. However, knowing it is incredibly valuable. How it works is this. If you have paid at least 90% of your total tax obligations for the year, in most cases, you will not incur 
an underpayment tax penalty. Now, it is very difficult to know what your exact tax bill is. However, if you can get within the 90% ballpark, getting any more accurate than that may not be worth your time. This helps demonstrate that you don't have to be perfectly accurate on your estimated payments. There's a point where getting too nuanced in the calculation and spending too much time getting down to the exact penny will not benefit you as you only have to be in the 90% ballpark to avoid the penalty. But be prepared come middle of April to pick the IRS hole with the remaining component of the tax bill. The next provision of the Safe Harbor IRS rules that we're going to look into to avoid a underpayment penalty, and probably my favorite one, is this. What you do is you look at your last year's tax return and how much tax in total you owed then multiply it by 27.5% and pay that amount as an estimated quarterly tax payment to the IRS every quarter. By the end of the year, you will have paid the IRS some 110% of your prior year's total tax bill. This satisfies one of the safe harbor provisions and helps you avoid a underpayment tax penalty. While technically, if you make under $150,000 in your adjusted gross income, you only have to pay 100% of your prior year's tax bill. However, if you are a listener of this show that's intended for freelancers earning six figures or more, and you're also growing your business, I would encourage you to go with the 110% route. And again, as long as you satisfy one of these safe harbor provisions, you will not owe any tax penalty. Even if suddenly you made an extra $10 million, as long as you had paid over 110% of your last year's tax bill, you wouldn't owe a tax penalty. However, you would owe a boatload of taxes come middle of April. There just wouldn't be a penalty associated, which is what we really want to avoid, is that tax penalty. The weakness to this strategy is again that while we may not owe a penalty, if we don't set aside enough income, for our tax bill come April 15th, we may be out of pocket some serious amount in our bank. And if our business had incredible growth, that could be a very significant lump sum owed in the middle of April when we file our taxes. However, if you're a freelancer or solopreneur or small business owner out there experiencing massive growth in your business, I would instead encourage you to hire a bookkeeper or tax preparer to take care of these estimated tax payments for you. As if you are in a high growth mode, it probably makes sense to spend your time continuing to grow your business, doing the things that you are really good at, instead of trying to calculate the exact amount necessary for a quarterly tax payment. Unless you are one of the few people who just really enjoys spending their time learning and figuring out their taxes like I do. But for most of you out there, I encourage you to delegate this out or minimally follow the 110% of last year's tax bill strategy. By paying that 27.5% every quarter, logging into the IRS's website, we should be able to take care of our quarterly estimated tax payments to the IRS in 15 minutes or less every quarter. But again, if you are having a really fantastic year and growing your income year over year, make sure you set aside some extra funds for a surprise tax bill come middle of April. If you wanted to dive deeper into this subject, publication 505 by the IRS 
has some more information on estimated tax withholdings and some more information on the safe harbor provisions. And a pro tip for making estimated tax payments is this, is to make the last digit of your tax payment reflective of the calendar quarter you're in. Let me say that again here. If you're making an estimated quarterly tax payment in the first quarter of the year, have the last digit that you remit to the IRS be a one. If you are making a estimated quarterly tax payment in the second quarter, have the last digit be a two and so on for the third and fourth quarter. This can make it a lot easier when you're reconciling your books at the year end and making sure that you've entered in everything appropriately when you are filing your taxes. The fix is in. In conclusion, if you are a freelancer, consider streamlining your estimated tax payments by utilizing the safe harbor provisions. Make sure to read the provisions fully or run them by a tax professional. And if your revenue is currently massively increasing and you are experiencing explosive growth, I encourage you to pay a bookkeeper if you are not already to take care of all of this for you and instead focus on your business and the growth of it as that is probably a much better use of your time. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Freelance Finance Fix. Please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com, for more information on taxes and all things important financially to freelancers and solopreneurs. Before you go, one thing you should know, this isn't legal, tax, or investment advice, it's just a show, cause tax laws are tricky, and investments complex, get professional advice, do more research, so you'll never Seriously, this isn't tax, legal, or investing advice.